Yo, 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 and welcome back. My name is Jason, and I am the hostess of Between the Photos, a podcast that focuses on all of the self-realization work that I do, contemplate, think about, participate in, and integrate between the times and highlights on my Instagram reel and beyond. Today's subject is a little bit more serious matter, and it has to do with the holiday that we just passed. So for many, as you know, globally, last year, holidays at the end of the year were canceled. So this year was the first year that many got to participate in holiday for the first time in probably two years. Um, If they weren't able to participate last year, this would have been their first year that they would have been able to participate since 2019, depending on where you were in the world at that time. I received quite a few messages and inquiries from a variety of folks this time of year to address the idea of separation and how to go into the holiday season with a full heart, especially when presented with charged positioning on whether they were vaccinated or not vaccinated and what that meant and what their participation could be or what their family's stance was or what their friend's stance was or what have you. Each of these individuals were coming into their own internal point of choice for them to choose how they felt about things, how they wanted to participate or not participate in things, and what choices they need to to make for themselves and even sometimes their families to figure out what the best route for them was. And I recognize this is going to be a very sensitive subject, so I'm just going to say it's going to be a very sensitive subject and it may be quite confronting to be in the feelings of what this subject matter brings. And the importance of that is that you recognize and understand that there's something within you that's asking to be witnessed. Anytime there's discomfort within the system, it is pointing directly to something that is unresolved within you. So anytime you are feeling emotions or sensations within your physical system that are uncomfortable or are confronting, it's important to pause and ask yourself what that is about and then sit with that and reflect on it. And this example that I'm bringing forward today is a pretty common example, especially after a year of highs, lows, ups, downs, lefts, rights, spins, and now coming into another year, ending another year of a lot of chaos and trying to sort through the unknown, navigating the unknown. So we come up collectively, we come up to the holiday season, depending on what, where you are in the world right now, what you're participating in. The majority of my listeners are from the U.S., so our major holidays here tend to be Thanksgiving in November. Canada participates in Thanksgiving as well. It's just a little bit earlier than ours. And then we move into Hanukkah, and then we move into the Christmas and Kwanzaa season, and then we move into the new year. So those are, we have a slew of events all towards the end of the year that tend to be quite festive and participatory by nature. So this year, many had to really consider how they wanted to participate with their friends and family this year because we're at a different choice point. Last year, the directive was don't participate, don't go anywhere, cancel Christmas or whatever holiday, insert holiday here, 
do a Zoom meeting and be isolated for the most part to slow or control the spread. This year, people were able to make different choices and depending on where they lived and what the local regulations are and what the um, current state of affairs was regionally impacts and directly affects how people respond and how they engage. So this year, many people were confronted with how do I proceed? How do I proceed? What do I do? How do I participate or don't participate? And how do I approach this very sensitive subject? And needless to say, I've had numerous conversations in the last month about it because it's a very painful experience and it's a painful thing to have to think about how do we proceed? Now there's a blessing to this as well. Blessing is, I did a podcast not too long ago, I think it was two episodes ago, about getting clear on why you're participating in traditions that you've always participated in, whether you wanted to or not, whether you believe it or not, whether you like it or not. There has been a tradition in the family or in your life that has had you participating in holidays, not necessarily as an intentional choice, but as a age-old tradition of this is just what we do. The episode was about getting crystal clear on how you actually feel about it and if you even want to really participate in it or if you're doing it simply out of obligation to appease someone else or some or a group could be the family could be friends are you doing it for the right reasons are you doing it for your reasons or are you doing it to appease or people please again a very sensitive subject and likely highly confronting but that's what we do here. That's what I do here on this channel is I sit with the deeply confronting things in my life that cause me discomfort, that cause me pause, that cause me charged emotions. And I say, what's that about? What is that pointing to? What is that telling me? How am I becoming informed by what I'm being signaled about within my system? My system is signaling to me to tell me a message. Am I listening? Or am I overriding what I intuitively know to be true within my body to ignore it, to prolong a cycle that I shouldn't be in to begin with? So that's what I do here on a regular basis. I evaluate and contemplate these things. So these things actually inform me in a way. It's like Clue. Remember that game Clue? Mrs. White in the library with the rope or whatever. Mr. Colonel Mustard. <laughs> It's like that. You're playing a game of clue with yourself to get clear on what you resonate with and what you don't resonate with and then asking yourself, what's up with that? That's what I do. That's what I do. And that's how come this podcast exists because I felt that this type of inner work was a tough thing to navigate alone and it felt important to share dialogue. Well, it's actually a monologue kind of with myself but it becomes a dialogue when I share it with others and then they can talk about it too. It becomes a discussion. And it leads to people not feeling as alone and isolated, which is a huge problem that we went through last year in 2020. It was the fear of being isolated and alone because we were and having to move through these extremely difficult situations, extremely charged emotions, 
alone and not really knowing what to do about it. So the intention of these conversations, of this share, is to help people find solutions that work for them, to help them come into personal resolve with how they feel and come into that so that they can understand how to proceed. Because the more we deny what we feel and the more we play along with something that doesn't align with us, the harder it becomes to live every day. Because we're just making something up that doesn't even go well with ourselves. And that doesn't work. This holiday season as a whole presented a choice point for many of how do I feel about things? Do I actually want to participate in this? How do I want to participate? And what does that look like for me and my family? and what I feel is a good choice for my needs. All of those things came up. And what also comes up with that is, how will I be perceived, how will I be received, and what will happen as a result of my choices and my truth? And that is a hard place to be. Because sometimes judgment and rejection come with that. Sometimes seeing things we've never wanted to see come with that, and that's a very hard place to be. So the other day I had a, had a very nourishing conversation with a dear soul sister of mine who we have been lockstep for many years in different capacities of life together, separately but together. And we have seen and walked through the unknown before, just in a little bit different capacity. And we're having to think back to when we faced things we never faced before and how we solved those problems creatively and how we approached things knowing that a lot was on the line. We had to really come back into that. And not that they're apples for apples, because they're not. But what is an apple for apple is managing the unknown and not knowing how to proceed. And the only thing that we can really do is go to the reference point of inner knowing. The reference point of trust within self and trust within our decision and trust within our truth of what we need and who we are. And what we feel is the best choice with what we have in that moment to proceed. And once we take that step, we get to reevaluate again and we have another choice point. So what I wanted to share with you all today was some ways in which to handle separation, especially if it's within your close friends or family. As you see people change and show you they're actively showing you how they feel and what's important to them and what they're deeply afraid of. And I will guarantee that many of you that are listening to this podcast have walked a path in your life of some sort where you were deeply reminded and faced with something that terrified you. And you had to stand in the terror of witnessing and knowing that there was something you could not control. Many of us went through it last year, and if we didn't go through it last year, we've been through it in some capacity before, of where we had to stand in the terror of our possible mortality and face that fear head on. And we had to really think about it. Now, for those of you who don't know me, my mother died in 2017. And it was the very early part of 2017 where she found out she had three days to live. And the doctor came in, I was, I was standing outside of the hospital door, there was a window on the, on the door, and I had told her that I would step out so he could have a private conversation with her, but I was watching through the window as he spoke. And he had told her that 
the evaluation showed that she had about three days to live. Their prediction was she had three days to live. And I saw these words come out. I couldn't hear, but I saw the words come out of his mouth. And I looked over at my mom's response. And her face, in a matter of seconds, went from shock, you must have this wrong, to confusion, this can't be right, to anger, how dare you, to bitter. What do you mean I have three days to live? I haven't lived yet. That's a solid, quick three seconds if you ask me. So my takeaway from that witnessing was that I, I better be sure that every choice I make going forward is a choice that I'm rooted in and that I 100% or 90% or whatever high probability that I'm going to proceed with that choice or my desire to proceed with that choice is, is high. Because why? I never want to be faced with, I compromise so much in my life that I never got the opportunity to do what I actually care about or what, what's important to me because I was too busy playing along and playing by somebody else's rules and trying to participate in a society that didn't really align to me, that I never got the opportunity to live yet? Nope, won't be me, y'all. Hasn't been me for those who have been following me for years, since I was a kid, actually. I've never been, I've never been one to follow the beaten path. I've always been one to create one. So the reason I share that is because I think it's more critical than ever to come into clarity about how you feel, what aligns to you, what works for you and what doesn't, and get crystal clear on which ones are going to stay with you going into 2022 and which ones are going to be dissolved in 2021. The way I would approach the idea of separation is twofold. Number one, I would say Come into a place of compassion, come into a place of love and witness that this is not a personal attack on you. It's gonna feel personal because there are going to be plenty of mouthy responses sometimes that you are confronted with that are very charged and sometimes downright awful. Just know that it isn't about you. It's about their fears are coming forward and they're reacting to them because they do not know what to do. Just like I told you about my mom, that moment she was I'm pretty sure if she could have knocked that guy out, she would have knocked that guy out, but it wasn't it wasn't personal. It wasn't hit. It wasn't personal to him about him. It was he was delivering information to her to respond to and she was responding to it. And that level of information was so hard to swallow that it caused her to go into a very reactive state of lashing out back at him for something that he had no control over. He's simply just stating information and stating the positioning of him as the highest ranked surgeon in the country. He simply was stating how he would approach it. And then she had to digest that. She had to work with herself to get clear on how she felt about that and what her reaction was and what her response was. So when you're moving through separation with friend circles and family, Try to drop into a place of compassion and say they are simply showing me where their fears are, their deepest lying fears, and they are sharing with me what they're terrified of. And it may come across very harshly, and remember, it's not personal, it's them facing their fears, and in that moment they are lashing out to cast judgments, opinions, positioning, whatever the things are. It's 
them facing their own discomfort and their own terror and they don't know what to do about it. And the best thing that they can do is try to control it by sharing what scares them. Now for you, you have, you have the choice to respond. And that's when I would invite you to ask yourself a series of questions. What is this relationship and what does it mean to me? When this person shares their terror, when they share their fear, when they share this with me, how does it make me feel? When they show me what they're afraid of. And then secondly, I would ask, is this dynamic something that I actually want in my life? And it isn't because difference is a point of rejection. That's not it at all. It's, were you in a relationship that was aligned to begin with? And if not, you're at a point of choice to decide how you want to proceed. You're being presented with information and you have the choice to respond. And that can come from a place of reaction or that can come from a place of grounded knowing. And the invitation today is to get crystal clear on what's important to you so you can come from a place of grounded knowing. And that begins with understanding that we're all a version of each other and that we all have deeply rooted fears and deeply rooted discomfort when it comes to things that are terrifying. We all have that. The idea of it may differ from person to person, but we still have it. And can we come together as humans right now and say, what is your fear and how do we work together to help keep these fears at bay without coming into a place of anger and criticism and rage can we get to a place of conversation? Can we get to a place of understanding? Can we get to a place of honoring each other for what each other needs in order to feel safe in this world? Can we do that? Can we, can we try that? And now that's not always going to be simple, as you all know, because clearly you just walked through it, right? You just went through an entire season of deep discomfort and confrontation and separation and all of these things. It's never going to be easy. I'm not going to, I'm not going to act like it isn't, but it is that simple. Can we come to a place of caring for each other in a way that is not right versus wrong, good versus bad, black versus white? This is very much a time to say, I recognize you're terrified and afraid of something. And you recognize that I too am terrified and afraid of something. And how can we make it a little bit easier on each other, with each other, to ease that fear? Now, all that being said, that is for a relationship that you should and have and want to keep in your life. Now, if there are relationships in your life that you've had for many years and you've similar to the holidays you've just been participating in these friendships for years because you always have or because there's some reason or obligation to them get clear on why you're there get clear on why you have that friendship I, I don't even know if I'd call it a friendship I'd maybe say it's an acquaintance or obligation get clear on why you have it and why you continually participate in it what are you afraid of get clear on that and then start evaluating what makes sense for you. Because the whole idea of this podcast is to help reduce the separation between folks 
and help them come into a place of real love and understanding for each other as a human race so that we can understand that we're simply a version of each other. It's just a different version of how we witness ourselves. And that the commonality here is fear. The commonality here is terror. The commonality here is love. We ultimately love before we fear. And the fear is usually rooted in loss of something you love or loss and separation from something you love and care about, which could be your own life or the lives you are responsible for. It's a hard subject, y'all. It's a hard place to be. I definitely will be honest with you. I was uninvited from Christmas because of my current status and I had to just sit in that. And I'll be clear, I wasn't upset. I knew before I walked this path that it would be confronting to people. I knew that there would be certain parts of certain things about my choices that were going to challenge people. And I knew that I would come into scenarios where I wasn't going to see my family for a long time or I wasn't going to see friends for a long time or maybe I wouldn't even have some friends show up again. I was comfortable with that. Was it easy? No. Were there points of discomfort? For sure, because I was fearing what I ultimately fear, which is judgment, rejection, and ridicule. Those are terrible feelings to have and terrible things to feel, for sure. But what I had to get crystal clear on was, am I in the right relationships to begin with? And are these rooted in empathy and love or are they rooted in judgment and rejection? I'm right, you're wrong. That's where I had to get clear. Because really what I want people to think about when they come out of this podcast is where can I stand in more love every single day and understand their fear so that I can help reduce it and they can help reduce mine. It may seem lofty, especially in the state of the world today, but it's absolutely possible. Because if you can look through the lens of you're another version of myself, what version of me are you right now? Are you demonstrating? That is a very advanced practice and a very advanced question to ask yourself. And to come into that, that really takes advanced study. And that comes into self-realization and self-understanding. When you can get to a place of understanding what your values are, intentions are, what you care about, what's important to you, when you can get crystal clear on those things for yourself, not from the place of I'm right, you're wrong, here's what's important to me and therefore you should accommodate me. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. This is where do you get into a place of clarity and understanding of what is very important to you, the values you want to live by, the morals you subscribe to, and the things that you really want to champion. What are the things that you want to create to make this world a better place? When you get crystal clear on understanding yourself, it is very difficult to be rocked when you understand yourself clearly because you're making decisions from a point of inner knowing and reference points that only you carry. And therefore, when you move forward and you continue forward in this life, you're doing it from a place of really sound and grounded, rooted positioning. And things won't feel nearly as bad because there really isn't much to shake you on because your foundation is solid. So to recap, get really clear on who you are. Get really clear on what you care about. Get really clear on your relationships in your life and why they're there. Get really clear on what activities and events you participate in and why. Just because they're a tradition doesn't mean that you need to follow it. It just means you need to get clear on why you're doing it. And then you have a point of choice. You're always at a point of choice. 
And sometimes you might not know the answer, but the one thing I know about navigating the unknown is that you can't really navigate four steps ahead without taking the first step. You have to take a step. You have to. And the only way you can take that step is by looking at your own internal navigation of your own reference points of what's important to you, what you value, what you care about, what your morals are. And from that point, making the choice to take step one. And once you're at step one, do it again. Then you do step two. It's a very difficult place to be. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it at all. It's very hard. It's very hard. It's very painful. But a lot of that pain and suffering is self-inflicted by not choosing to self-honor. The only job we have in this life is to perform a level of self-study to best understand who we are at, a, at our core, which is love, so that we can show up fully and completely to everything from a point of choice with the most that we have with what we offer, doing the best with what we have at that time to participate fully and lovingly and harmoniously. So get clear. And if you need space to do that, take space to do that. And if you're being pressured to make choices that are not for you, do not proceed. Pause. Pause and find out why. Pause and find out why you feel that way and what that's about so that you can make a decision for yourself with the information that you have for the best choice that you know how to do to make your first step. I love you. You're not alone. Keep going. And I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of Between the Photos. A quick, insightful look at the real work that happens between the photos on my Instagram feed. It is truly my digital diary and my expression of the things that I am moving through, thinking about, contemplating, considering, learning from, experiencing. And these subjects, these matters of the heart, are things that may impact other people in this world. So I created this podcast as a way of talk therapy to work them out with myself out loud and in essence helping others work it out within themselves thank you for listening if you're called to share this with someone please do because you never know how these words these transmissions will impact another human have a great day and i love you thanks for listening